Welcome to the John DePietro Show on 1380 AM and 99.9 FM. News Talk WNRI. At 12.06, 12.06 on this Friday, January 12th, third day in a row, Governor McKee, no public events on his schedule, not to be seen third day in a row. I think we can safely guess he has perhaps stuck out of town, taking advantage of a lot of people are off on Monday with the uh, anniversary. It's Martin Luther King. Very possible. Trying to get to the bottom of it. But folks, as we kick things off on this uh, Friday. Now, listen, another storm. Let's not panic. By the way, thank God it's all rain. Another storm headed our way. You want to make sure you have oil. Who do you call? Henry Oil Company. Call them today. 401-521-0200. Can I drop your name? Please do. Carmine, everyone at Henry Oil. Since 1947. Reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. It's Henry Oil. Residential and commercial service contracts, budget plans, lock and cap pricing. You can depend on Henry Oil. Call them today. Don't wait till your tank is bare. 401-521-0200. 401-521-0200 for Henry Oil. Well, folks, good afternoon at 1207. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. This is the Noon Report, Anthony Santos. <clears throat> Without question, Team Mike, Mike O'Hearn, Nancy, everyone. Uh, we will be available. Let's see what happens on the scene live stream on this Friday. Now, heavy rain expected overnight into tomorrow. I don't think, I, I think it's actually going to be dry tomorrow afternoon and tomorrow night, I believe. Let me just double check. Um Let's see. Rain starts after midnight. It is. Tomorrow, 10 o'clock dry. And then dry into the afternoon. All right. So a little bit of an overnight rain. A lot of rain, though. Then more rain coming on Tuesday. And then it looks like more rain coming next, um, next, a week from today. But other than that, we've come this far, folks. Um, Now, a lot of people are buzzing about and I fully get it, by the way. Um, I've received three phone calls just in the last hour. Well, this morning, I should say. Beds and legs. Foxy lady to become. <clears throat> and uh, Miguel Degnan is right. It's actually not a hobo village. It's a migrant village. So um, there you have it. Leave it to Governor McGreed, his latest harebrained scheme. Free housing. I love that term. It's actually taxpayer-funded housing. How much? Five million for him to build Foxy Village. You can see that. You can see how they're getting the convention center ready. You can also see, folks, we're the only ones reporting that they have lowered the status for how people um, in the country illegally can get the um, the staff benefits and the cash payments. Gee, what a shock. Now, notice and this is really important to, to point out, but before I mention that, I do want to say it's all on Um, which is brought to you by the Coincident, 226 Coincident Avenue, West Warwick. Lunch, dinner, who said drinks in the lounge, Anthony? The Coincident, uh, where they also have the market at Coincident. I, um, so I want to give credit to the Boston Globe. The Boston Globe 
broke, they're the, they're the ones that broke the story, that it's going to be the Foxy Village where Governor McKee, his latest harebrained scheme is <clears throat> to put a, um, a village together of taxpayer-funded housing of for derelicts and uh, vagrants right there at the Foxy Lady, right? So they're going around to some of the uh, degenerates that are walking the street saying, how would you like to live at the Foxy Lady? They're like, <laughs> like meth mouth, right? All right, meth mouth, go easy. You know, what they're not explaining is that Take a look. Someone asked me, you know, who, I'd like for the people to ask who's paying for this. Just so you understand, when people ask that, not everyone gets that. You know what I've learned is uh, there are certain things that I say that I mistakenly think that people understand. And I don't, I'm not talking in shorthand. <laughs> but just maybe I should translate a little bit more. All right. Let, I'm up for a little constructive criticism here in 24. Uh, as we are cancer free more than four weeks now out from surgery. But when I say look in the mirror, I get responses from some people like, I don't, I don't get it. I looked in the mirror. I didn't see the answer. Now, <laughs> all right, slow down. Slow down, chosen one. When I say look in the mirror, they'll say, who's paying for this? And I respond, well, look in the mirror. So then you have people looking in their mirrors like, I don't see, no, no. When I say look in the mirror, that, let, let me translate it. That means you're paying for it. That's what I mean. Look, you look into the mirror. I don't mean that the, it's, you know, I don't mean it's like the um, sixth sense where there's, there's like a shadow with the answer or, hey, there's a light in the back of the mirror. No, I, I'm not saying there's a reflection with the answer. When I say look in the mirror, that means you're, you're paying for it. But I did notice, um, so the McKee people have been working local media. Now, they're not working me. As I said, I give credit to the Boston Globe. The Boston Globe broke the story, Rhode Island edition, and then immediately just said they're going to be at the Foxy Lady. So Channel 10 is trying to do a segment with McKee. So the McKee people work them. So as a result of that, if you go to the Channel 10 website, they say, oh, and there'll be um, some pallets for the unhoused on Victor Street. You know, I, I, I can't I can't stand I, I think by by now, you guys know, I, I can't stand the Mamby Pambiness. So just, just say what it is. So the McKee people get on the phone. They work Channel 10. Hey, do you want to do this segment with Governor McGreed or not? Yeah, we want to do it yeah, as if as if he's going to say anything. But anyhow, and then the, maybe they felt bad about the the whole situation where McGreed was yelling at Crandall. But Channel Ten, uh, okay, there will be um, there'll be some unhoused people living off Victor Street. As if that means anything to anybody, it doesn't. Just say they're going to be living. Right, Methmouth and his pals will be living. They're going to be living at the Foxy Lady. Beds and eggs. Let me see. Channel 12 initially was, well, here we go. Homeless pallet shelters proposed in Providence. And then now the Channel 12 story um, near Providence Strip Club. No, it's at the strip club. 
I like that. It's kind of near it. Kind of near it. No, it's actually at the, the Fox. By the way, they're not Victor Street near the well-known strip club Foxy Lady. It's actually at there. So now, they're starting to do some work there. And I, I don't know. We may take, maybe I'll go over there and do a live stream to show them working. I, I'd rather, maybe we will. Because now they're not going to open until sometime in March. Um, I like the um, freestanding community room. Bathroom, shower facilities, laundry room. Hey, who needs to work and pay rent? When you're going to have, this is essentially, and in, in, in Rhode Island speak, people should know what I mean. They're going to, it's going to be like Roy Carpenter's, if you're familiar with Roy's in Matunic. It'll be Roy Carpenter's, but for free for those who choose not to work. That's what it's going to be. So the shelter community dubbed Foxy Village, staffed around the clock. Um all kinds of things that they're going to have. And for those that want to find out about recovery and mental health services, that might also be available. Isn't that convenient, as the church lady would say? Now, I've heard that the estimates are way off. Project would cost an estimate $3.3 million. I, I, I'm hearing that the, the, the people I talked to were laughing when they heard that figure. It said it, it's a solid $5 million. It's a solid five million. So um, funding's coming from taxpayers, um, fiscal recovery funds, and community development block grants. Well, you're not developing a community. You're, you're giving free housing. The plot is tucked at the Douglas Street on-ramp to 146, and it's right connected to the Foxy Lady. So there you go. Um, I, no, I um, this, this business of, by the way, this is the pilot program. They plan to put more. And I want to credit Channel 12, where they point out the fact that the next plan is to put this in Pawtucket. And then they're going to start to set them up all across the state. I know of some people that have businesses in that area. They're not... This doesn't sound like a good idea to them. You know why? Because it's not a good idea to them. It's a terrible idea. Um, what does this mean? It means increased crime. It, in, it means increased drugs. Vagrancy. I, I, I'm not sure exactly who would want something like that in the neighborhood. So it'll be starting in Pawtucket and Providence. And then they plan to start to move and have some of these. From what I understand, the the growing plan is then each, you know, they'll put one in, I I don't know, definitely not Cumberland, where McGreed lives with the mother. But from what I understand, it would then be um, West Warwick. They don't care about that. I don't know about um, Cranston. Someone was asking me about Cranston. I don't know. Uh, McGreed appeared with Mayor Hopkins. I think Mayor Hopkins would be concerned about the optics for the people in, you know, the city of Cranston who clearly would not want something like this um, 
going into their city, right? I mean, who would? But I want to push back on members of the media that are going along with this temporary. The fact of the matter is they're going to be air conditioned. And so these, these people, they're not going to give this stuff up. It's going to become, you know, their place. And, and on top of that, I, I'm not sure why these people would leave. It's all free. They're going to have, you know, a runner. Do you need, what do you need, a sandwich, so forth? Okay, he's running to get that for you. It's like concierge. Free laundry. You know, bathroom showers, the whole thing. Um, I, I don't, I, I, I'm, I don't believe, I should say, the administration talking point that this is all, that this is all just temporary. That's the way they're framing it. Because they're trying to frame it in a way that people like me, they think, will back down if they say, oh, come on, it's just temporary. But I still come back to, you know, they, they do so much that if we could vote on it, it it's, it's, it's not the end result is not going to be 50 free homes for these people. That, that's that's the tip of the iceberg. Then they're going to start one. In Pawtucket, then they'll have one in Central Falls. Cranston has a lot of state land. I, I just wonder how long Cranston also houses Harrington Hall. But they're gonna, you know, McGreed vill- the, these villages will start to pop up all over. We've already seen what he's done with Zamborano. What I have a problem with is, and as I've said, I believe this is one of those things. If we could vote on it people would not be in favor of it if you could vote on it. But they, they they don't care about that. They always downplay the numbers. When is he ever legitimate about the numbers? The soccer stadium initially was under 100 million. Now it's, he wants to build the soccer stadium in Pawtucket for one, it's over 150 million. Every project they do, they, they lowball what the cost is, right? I just hope, I mean, I think people see through it Maybe not everyone sees through it, but they're always lowballing. Always. Same thing with, you know, the 195 with the bridge. Um, oh, we'll, we'll have this straightened out 60 days. 60 days. Now they're saying Memorial Day. <clears throat> it's not 60 days. Folks, um, I want to remind you about my friends with Just Angels. Online home commemorative memorial gifts, treasured keeps. They're so fantastic. Gene does a, a great job. You can find them online at justangelsonline.com. Now, I do share their Facebook page. And Gene does such a wonderful job with the different postings, items that are available. I have um, shared just how meaningful so many of the gifts that I've received from Just Angels Especially if you know of someone that has lost a loved one or you know of someone that maybe they lost a pet or maybe they are battling an illness or whatever it may be. Just angels. They're very, very meaningful gifts. They will last a lifetime. Um, Don't get me wrong. Flowers are nice. You know, fruit is nice. But just angels, it's a different type of gift. And you can find them all for all different types of situations, occasions, what have you online at justangels.com. So, folks, good afternoon on this Friday. Um, I'm telling you, there's something up 
that Governor McGree, three days now, he's nowhere to be found. Could be, maybe he's being deposed by the FBI, but there's something odd because we had the storm on Tuesday, Tuesday night. He did the, he did an emergency briefing on Tuesday, not that that did anything. And then he has not been seen since. Maybe he's being deposed by the FBI. They're still investigating him. Very, very possible. But my experience has been with this governor. When he drops out of sight for this long, there's there, there's something. That's been my experience in covering him. There's something going on in the background that they're just they're just not sharing just yet. So a lot of times in the past, on a Friday, when they would release his schedule and say he's not going to be available on Monday, I would immediately think, all right, well, something's breaking. And it, it would be that way. It would mean that something broke over the course of the weekend. So now it's three days in a row. Look at this, Channel 6. I'm looking, just saw they just put on Twitter, Spanish news headlines of the day. Again, um, you know, whatever. Uh, They've decided to go down that route. You start to wonder just how much that's going to um, come into play. So, um, but notice like we're not even blinking at that stuff anymore. But I, um, as I said, I don't think, I don't see that it is a... um, I just don't think it's an accident that he's nowhere to be found. Kind of carries the, uh, since the governor won his full term in office, he's taken kind of like the Biden approach, the Biden schedule. It's almost like a part-time. Rhode Island DOT, upcoming, starting Tuesday night, January 16th, they're going to conduct a series of overnight closures of 295 to place steel beams for the new Providence Street Bridge in West Warwick. Using accelerated bridge construction to replace this large structural deficit. Got to admit, not sure exactly what is happening, what is going on, that, you know, what are we not learning here? Or what is this telling us that all these bridges, I want to repeat, it's not a shortage of money. It's not a matter of that. There's no shortage of money. And I also, I want to um, just remind people how much money they were taking in with the, with the whole truck toll situation. Now, that has gone away, but that was a steady stream of money. There's so much money. I, I don't understand it. And, you know, the McGree uh, administration obviously uh, fights any type of transparency on something like that. But I just wonder where it's going. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show on this Friday is brought by A.J. Drywall Plasters Home Improvement. Now, right now, maybe you're thinking, wow, the housing market is insane. And it is. It's crazy. Why should I bother? I'm going to improve my home or I'm going to improve my business. A.J. Drywall Plasters Home Improvement. If you're thinking of doing any painting, remodeling, maybe you have an unfinished basement, unfinished garage, Call them, free quote, 401-323-9252. Serving Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. A.J. Drywall Plastics Home Improvement, 401-323-9252. They can do frame-to-finish basements. They can do new homes. 
They can do additions, commercial rehabs, painting, remodeling. They can do it all. AJ Drywall, Plasters Home Improvement. They're another one that I share their Facebook page. Well, folks, good afternoon. Um, we will be on the air on Monday. Someone asked me that. I know it's a holiday, but Monday, Monday night is also Iowa, Iowa caucus. And look at what's, what's happening right now with record cold chaos at the Iowa caucus, life-threatening conditions. That's going to hurt. That's going to hurt turnout. That is absolutely going to hurt turnout. Now, I don't see anything that's going to change the dynamic in Iowa, but we're going to have to wait and see. But yes, we will be on. And just for the calendar and planning, you know, next week, obviously, it's Tuesday, Tuesday, and then the week from Tuesday is the New Hampshire primary. So Monday night after the Iowa caucus, all of those candidates want to be on the ground, want to be on the ground in um, in New Hampshire. And so I, I, I'm just, I'm not convinced there's going to be any change in the, the dynamic. Now, obviously, big local story is that Gerard Mayo is the new coach of the Patriots. It sure sounds as though Robert Kraft, uh, the owner of the Patriots, had a plan in place. It sounds like the past couple of days they were just trying to negotiate the exit with uh, Coach Belichick. And he will be the youngest coach in NFL history. He'll be the first coach of color for the New England Patriots. We've also learned it was actually in his contract that he was to be the next coach. And so they don't have to go through the the usual process that they would normally go through. But I just want to repeat. I I think it's, I'm not saying it's the same, but I think it's fair to, to just compare a little bit. The amount of accountability in pro football, in the ranks, so competitive, so cutthroat. Ultimate, what have you done for me lately? Where... Look at that. In a span of 24 hours, Nick, well, college, but Nick Saban had coached very briefly in the NFL. Bill Belichick and Pete Carroll, all three legendary coaches, all in their early 70s, boom, gone. But we don't seem to have that type of accountability in government, whether it be the defense secretary, Lloyd Austin, certainly not with President Biden. And then, you know, closer to home. Governor McGreed. Now, what I also want to push back on, folks, I also just want to see this. Bill O'Reilly's books are banned in Florida. They were removed from a Florida school. I saw he tweeted out on this. 1,500 books removed Florida school district, including two written by Bill O'Reilly. Um, the Guinness Book of World Records in Killing Jesus and the Violent Assault that Changed the Presidency. I don't understand the why, but Huh, I did see Bill O'Reilly tweet about that. Folks, again, I want to um, also reiterate. Okay, so we've learned about, now, again, next hour on the radio show, you're going to hear Rob Law. He is an expert. He worked in the Trump administration. His expertise is the border. They're looking right now to impeach Secretary Mayorkas, who should be impeached. For the horrendous job he's done at the border. The committee in Washington that is hearing it, who would you guess would be blocking Mayorkas being impeached? If you guessed Rhode Island Congressman Les Magaziner, you would be right. He's blocking it. But but 
he addresses Rob Law. You're going to hear directly from me. I want to take myself out of it um, and go to a third party and someone who is considered an expert, and he is. But he addresses and explains that. So it's just not my words. It's just not my words. But when you hear State Senator Jessica De La Cruz, that interview on Channel 10 News Conference, where she seemed confused, where she seems to think that the people on these buses, right, the Biden border buses that are arriving in New York, that are arriving in Chicago, that reportedly at some point are going to start arriving in Rhode Island. She was confused or disagreeing with me saying, no, I think those people are legal citizens. That, that's, that's not true. That's factually not true. Um, I'm the one. I'll, I'll say I was right. State Senator Jessica De La Cruz on Channel 10 saying, you know, I think, you know, Rhode Island, we could do our part and take these people in. I'm in favor of immigration. I, I want to reiterate, I'm going to remove myself, right, because then we're just in a disagreement. I'm saying they're illegals. They're, they're using the term migrants, but they're actually illegals. She's saying, no, they're, they're, they're legal. No, they're legal immigrants. Okay, so I stepped out. You're going to hear next hour on the radio show, Rob Law says, no, she's wrong. I can assure you all of those people on those buses, whether it's New York or Chicago or coming to Rhode Island, they're all illegals. Under President Trump, they had the policy of remain in Mexico. Under the Biden administration, okay, they're going to be in New York, they're going to be in Chicago. It sounds like they're going to end up being in Rhode Island. They're definitely in Massachusetts. But within seven years, they're going to get contacted about a hearing and they have to go to a hearing, which many of them never show up. Once you let them into the country, it's very, very difficult to track them down. So I um, and I also want to I recognize I got kind of an odd message from one of the Republicans at the Rhode Island State House. What I'm saying is kind of like, you know. You should be more supportive and blah, blah, blah. And why you I, I, I think I'm very clear on where my disagreement lies. When you're on a local show and it unless I'm missing something, it seems like it's like once a year that they have a lot of times them on. So when when someone lays out the problem at the border and that the buses could be arriving and Governor McKee says we're on high alert. I I, I don't want to. I'm trying to find the right word. I'm not saying I take offense at it. I'm gonna. I know exactly what I want to say about State Senator Jessica De La Cruz, and, and for that matter, House Minority Leader Mike Chippendale, who I like and respect. But I view it as it was a missed opportunity. It was a missed opportunity, and when when you start to give the false impression. That, oh, you know, yeah, we could we could take in some some legal immigrants. It that you're 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 distorting the issue. The people that would be arriving, and again, this isn't just like my opinion. Got kind of a weird message from someone saying, you know, well, you're just going off half baked, and 
I, th- this is ridiculous. It's not my opinion. They're, they're, <laughs> if you don't know that, then, then I would argue we have larger problems. But make no mistake about it. The people that are arriving in New York or Chicago and supposedly very soon in Rhode Island, this is not, you know, they're almost trying to pin it like, well, that's your opinion that they're illegals. It's, there's no disagreement. The, the Republican Party, the Republicans at the State House, they're arguing something that not even the Biden White House is arguing. They're taking a position when, when Senator De La Cruz says, well, you know, I could see Rhode Island, you know, doing our part and taking in immigrants there. She she's missing the point that they're, they're yeah, but they're not legal immigrants. You're, you're getting confused on the term migrant. So and, and I, I understand it can happen, um, unfortunately, that someone thinks, well, if they're using the term migrant, that must mean that they're a legal citizen. They've gone through the proper network and process and now they're just migrating north that's not what it is (laughs) they are and by the way let me also be very clear i don't blame the texas governor why should they have to deal with it why should they be it's it's the biden policies they're creating havoc at the border so he had the mayor of new york and the mayor of chicago saying hey you know aoc hey Open border, let them in. Anyone, AOC said, no, Mayor Wu, the mayor of Boston said, anyone that wants to come and live in the United States should be allowed to come. There are billions of people in the world. That's a moronic, ridiculous statement. But the part that I just want to defend, I'm not going off, you know, um, recklessly. And if someone, this is the part I want to nail down on. If they were to have said, we don't think the illegals on these buses, we don't think they should be coming to Rhode Island. You're not going to lose credibility. It's not, well, we need to investigate and we need, we can't just go off, you know, half-baked. We need to know more of the details. What, what surprises me on that response is that there's, there's no one arguing that. They're taking a position, if I'm explaining this correctly to you, that, that no one else is taking that position. Mayor Adams, the mayor of New York City, who went down to the border and was telling people, stop coming to New York. There's, there's no debate on whether or not those people are in the country legally. I was unaware that they were under the impression that they were here legally. Now. Let me just play this out for a moment because it's important. I, I have to admit, I don't understand what goes into the prep. Okay, you're going to be on um, with Gene Velasante on 10 News Conference. That right now, as I have talked about, the number two issue in the country with voters is, is the border. And it's, it's illegal immigration. Whether people want to identify it or not, it's, it's a fact. You don't have to take my word for it. CNN poll, ABC News poll, that's what's a concern. The number one concern is the economy. But number two is now the border and what's happening here, and especially what's happening in blue states like Illinois and New York. So here's my point. 
Um, I'm not trying to play Monday morning quarterback. I'm not trying to uh, be overly constructive criticism. I don't consider this like a small thing. All I'm suggesting is I don't understand the prep. Is there any prep that goes into that, you know, let's we're going to get an opportunity to talk about certain issues. So let's make sure we're like buttoned up on it. For them to go on and be confused that the people on the buses, that some of them may be here legally, is, is that's just, I, listen, I'm going to be unkind. I'm going to be rough for a moment. That's poor prep. That is, that is that's, that's not even something being debated. And, and let me also just step back for a moment. If, um, if we were to learn that there were people that went through the proper channels, we're now U.S. citizens. We're not cutting the line. We're not breaking the law. We're not illegally entering the country. If you had people there, let's just say they were in Texas. They have followed all the proper channels. They have done everything the right way. They are now legal citizens of the country. I I would not have a major problem with those people arriving. I I don't know of anyone that would have a problem, actually, with those individuals arriving in different parts of the country. But to say, um, well, I I think those people on the buses are here. No, No, they're not. And, and as a matter of fact, there's no one that's saying that. So I don't even know where they're getting this from. So to say, oh, I, you know, I'm for legal immigration. Yeah, we, you know, Rhode Island, we could do our part and take some of those buses. They're, yeah, but they're not legal. And, and this part, I know. And you're going to hear the immigration expert next hour. Every person that is on those buses that are either going to New York or Chicago or even you know, mass wherever, but they're they're all illegal. They're all illegal. That, that's like saying that some of the inmates in the ACI actually were not found guilty of crimes. That's not true. Everybody at the ACI, the reason they're there is they were found guilty of a crime. Well, not all of them. No, all of them. Well, we're not sure about that. Well, I am. It's not some of them. Some of them may be here. No, 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 no. It's 100%. 100% of the people that are on those buses are in the country illegally. So therefore, to say, yeah, I could, I could see Rhode Island taking in some buses. You know, I'm in favor of immigration. Th- those two statements don't match. Um, it, it, it's an oxymoron to say the people coming on the buses, I'm in favor of I'd be okay with them coming here. I'm, I have nothing against immigration. None of them are legal immigrants, if I'm making sense. All right. Let me stay on track. I wanted to address that, though, because I'm, I, I, I'm always, um, not always. I have to admit, many times I am surprised at some of the comments that people make on social media. That never occurred to me. I'll admit that. It never occurred to me that some people were under the impression that the people on the buses were were actually in the country legally. That part, I thought it was accepted that we all know that they're not here legally, but apparently not. Folks, this portion of the program, listen, it's a new year. 
Here's my question for you. When are you going to make your health a priority? It's up to you. Unique health. Right now, this Friday, January 12th, how much longer are you going to say, no, it's, I'm not that much overweight, right? Maybe I could stand to drop 30 pounds, 40 pounds, 25 pounds, 20 pounds. Folks, unique health. It will target the stubborn fat. And it's a free consultation. Unique Health, they have the detox program. It's an aggressive weight loss program. Detoxing preservatives, appetite stimulants. Learn about the foods, you know, that can add to that. It's aggressive weight loss. You're only going to eat half of what you're eating, which is a big part of it. It's habit replacement, learning what to eat, what not to eat, when, when not to eat. Very intensive habit replacement program. Sandra and Phil at Unique Health. Free consultation. Sustainable weight loss. They're right in Warwick. Now, right now, on this Friday, if you would like to lose 15 pounds, if you would like to lose 20 pounds, picture your life if you were 30 pounds lighter or more. Call Unique Health. Call Sandra. Free consultation. They're right on Bald Hill Road in Warwick across from the courthouse. Watch those pounds fall off. 401-269-9155. If someone would be so kind to type that phone number into the comments. 401-269-9155. Folks, as I've talked, as I've told you, you know, people, they never, you, you may not know when you could be in a situation where your health is imperative. Well, you need to be in the best possible health that you could be. Look at Lloyd Austin, right? The jet obese. Suddenly, he's going to go in for surgery. He's out of shape. He's out of, you know, uh, overweight, out of shape. And then suddenly runs into a lot of complications from his surgery. Unique health. He's still in the hospital, that guy. 401. 401- 269-9155. I share their Facebook page. They're also on Instagram. Unique Health. Well, at 1244, um, folks, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 909.9 FM. I think it's important um, next hour, as I said, that you can hear exactly who are these individuals that are... Um, they're apparently going to be rolling into our area, and I find it um, I find it very concerning, and I'll tell you why. Because much like what's going on right now with these with the Foxy Village, right? This is what the state is doing. I'll tell you what's dangerous about this, and and what I think you don't hear anyone else talking about it. Okay, aside from yes. The jokes about the foxy lady, right? Beds and leg, legs and beds, or what have you. Poles and panhandling. All of those jokes aside, what the state is essentially doing is adopting, adopting these adults. That's what McGreed is doing. He's now, this is now McGreedville. And they can have couples there. They can have pets I just, I don't see what we get out of it. I don't see what you get out of it. The state now is is going to be, th- this is not helping people get back on their feet. 
This is them enabling them to stay in the status quo situation that they happen to be in. And then the state's going to, you watch, all the homeless advocates, all of the ble- all of those individuals, if anything goes wrong, what, what do you think they're going to say? Well, what's the state going to do now? Right? Let's just say, look at the people who save their money, work, and they have a home in an area of Johnston or West Warwick where we, Cranston, where we just had the flooding. We had someone last night when we were live who, she's, they've lost everything in their home. So those are people who they've worked, they purchased a home, have furniture in the home, try to maintain the home, big investment, and then suddenly the flood because of poor drainage in the area, because the state, because McGreed has not done anything regarding the drainage in the area, they then watch everything go away. Now these people, it's put on them that they have to get their life together, right? They have to try to figure out what's their their next move. What's happening with these pallet villages is this is essentially where the state is saying to these individuals, we're going to take care of everything. You don't you don't have to lift a finger. We're going to have 24-hour concierge service. You want coffee? We have someone to run and get you coffee. Do you want cigarettes? They'll run and get you cigarettes. There's your shower, there's the bathroom. That's yours. The people of Rhode Island are more than happy to pay for it. So you don't hear any pushback about it. And also, I'm disappointed that up on Smith Hill that we're not hearing any pushback on it. No one is saying, well, what is this? What's the number? So they're going to start at 50 individuals. It'll actually be more than 50. Because all the people, if you've seen some of the photos, you you could fit two people in there. You could fit two people in there. Um. But my problem is that 50 is the starting number. What, what's the number that you're comfortable with? McGreed is saying the people of Rhode Island are comfortable, taxpayer money now, $5 million a year for these individuals. Well, what happens when it doubles? Okay, when it goes to 100, now it's $10 million a year that we have to pay for these people. Um, you, you, I think you can see where I'm going with this. You can kind of figure out the math. If, if 50 is 5 million, very, very quickly, very, very quickly, this thing could balloon up to 250 people. Now it's, now it's 25 million a year. Is it 30 million a year? What's the magic number that you would be satisfied with? Would you feel comfortable if they said, listen, the people of Rhode Island... The taxpayers, you're going to pay for this. We're going to spend $50 million a year to give these people free housing. And the good news is it's only time. It's all temporary. <laughs> it's temporary and it's only going to cost $50 million, but that's 500 people that are going to have these free homes. Well, what's going to happen when then suddenly it's 1,000 people that want the free homes? What about when people start moving here to get the free home? What about when the illegals start arriving? So maybe right now people are saying, I'm comfortable, $5 million's fine. Okay, what about $10 million? What about when the number climbs? How comfortable are people going to be $25 million, $30 million? What if it starts to climb north of $50 million to $100 million? I'm going to come back to my original question. Why do you have to pay for it? Why do I have to pay for it? 
because McGreed wants these social programs. This is insanity. It's just going to attract more people here. Let, let me be very clear. It's going to attract a certain type of people here. And it's not people that are contributing anything to society. They're not. It's not fair to them. It's not fair to us. You know, McGreed, he never talks about the, the Democrat Party, but they love to talk about the dangers of fentanyl. They never talk about how the fentanyl is getting in. It, it's all hand in hand. It's with the open border. Right? We should shut off. You shut off the fentanyl coming over the border, and you don't have all these people overdosing. Do you know, I was reading where they, they're starting to send Narcan out to people in the mail, free Narcan, just in case. Like, how absurd is that? Remember, you, like, when you think of an overdose, you think of, like, Jimi Hendrix, right, Jim Morrison, John Belushi. It was far and few in between, and it was very extreme drug. Now, how common is it? How many times someone says to me, oh, there's a lot of police cars, da, 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 and then what do I learn? Oh, it's just an overdose. I mean, it's sad, it's tragic, it's terrible. It's people that think they're just taking, popping some kind of a pill. They're doing, they think they're just doing a, you know, a little blow, whatever it is. And then they find out it's something very, very different than that. Folks, now, if you've had problems with the flood, the flooding, and there's more water coming, remember J&B Plumbing. On this Friday, do you need a plumber? Have you found that maybe you have damaged water pipes? Clogged pipelines, maybe a water heater that needs to be replaced. All plumbing work. J M B Plumbing. Call today, 401 743 9153. 401 743 9153. J and B Plumbing. They can do it all. Repair damage water pipes, pipelines, water heaters. It's very difficult to find a strong, reliable, local plumber, J&B Plumbing. Call them today, 401-743-9153. Well, folks, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I want to also reiterate that um, I don't know the direction that the party, you know, Patricia Morgan is going to be running against Senator Sheldon Whitehouse this year. She'll be in a primary. I don't know if that means that she's not going to be at the Rhode Island State House anymore. But we don't have the individuals up there that I think anymore who used to fight more about these things. And what I'm concerned about, whether it be the pallets, these homeless, Foxy Village, and these other things, is... um. You don't see any outcry at the state house. The media coverage is all positive. The media coverage is all, and this isn't this fantastic. McKee and Matos are geniuses for coming up with this plan that Rhode Island taxpayers are going to pay so homeless people can live at the Foxy Lady in these sheds. Um, I, I don't. I, I'm trying to figure out how. How does that benefit? How does that, that's taxpayer money. How would that go if we could vote on it? Who's saying, yeah, I have no problem with that. If, if, it's, if it's such, if there are so many individuals that think that that's such a great idea, why don't they have a fundraiser for it? Why don't they reach out to some of these Democrat donors? And then whatever the amount might be, 
the, a problem that we're finding, and it's not just a Rhode Island thing. I, I mentioned there was that great piece in the Wall Street Journal. It's what they call the welfare industrial complex. And you're seeing it play out right now in Rhode Island. And I don't hear any other member of the local press talk about it. And that is, and it's, it's all feeding into each other. It's where, look at McGreed. They, you know, suddenly homelessness is the least we can do for these people. Right? There's 500, there's 1,000, there's 2,000. That means we need to hire more social workers. That means we need to have more people working at crossroads. We're going to legalize drugs. We're going to need more outreach people. I am not saying that there aren't, there aren't people that are dedicated to these causes, that are very worthwhile individuals. What I break off is I don't understand why we have to pay for it. Right? I mean, it's all open border means more fentanyl, means more people are addicted to drugs. Then the state has to hire more people to deal with it. Right? Right now in, in Rhode Island, the biggest growth industries in Rhode Island are homelessness, drug addiction. Um, why? why like, how are those growth industries? So you can get a job in the state and your children can as long as they want to work with the homeless work with drug addicts how how is that i i don't i don't think that that's not exactly a growing economy everything suddenly becomes for free folks this portion of the program maybe now listen many people are learning they needed better insurance for their home all this rain flooding and so forth folks that's where shopper insurance can come in auto home renters business insurance flood Recreational Shapa Insurance Agency, neighbor, partner, friend. Call right now, free consultation, Reservoir Avenue in Cranston, 401-900-4678. 900-INSU-SHAPA Insurance Agency. 900-INSU-SHAPA Insurance Sit down with Stephen. Let him walk you through your options. Let him help you or your business save money. You got to have insurance. Neighbor, partner, friend, Shapa Insurance Agency. Well, folks, good afternoon on this Friday. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. For those, we will be active and standing by on the scene live stream later. Last Friday night, I turned into a wild situation with the bank robbery. In Warwick, and then the uh, fugitive search for the fugitive, and so forth. Who knows what today, this weekend could bring? Uh, I feel very good. Thank you, everyone that's inquired on my health, and uh, not a hundred percent, but getting certainly making progress, uh, getting closer every day, and um, but certainly ready to, uh, just like I did last Friday night with on the scene live stream. All right, let's see if we can reach the Queen of Health, Marie at It's My Health. Who's one of those people, folks, work so hard, tremendous service. And what's her mission? Keep you and your family home. health. This is Marie. Folks, there she is on this Friday. It is the Queen of Health at Maria. It's my health. Good afternoon, Marie. Good afternoon, John. Marie, nice sunny Friday. Nice sunny Friday. However, 
I am hearing from so many different people that everyone they know is sick, all these different types of bugs and germs going around. If someone are coming in, it's, it's my health. What are some of the things that you may recommend for them? So there are teas that can help with cold season. Um, elderberry, echinacea, and combinations, you know, cold calm and things like that. There are also homeopathic remedies for sinus, when you get that sinus pressure and the congestion um, for colds, if you've got the aches and all that homeopathic remedy called acylococcinum. And then we have some herbal things like hybrid CR, we've got respiratonic, we have elderberry syrups and gummies, throat and lung, formulations that have honey in them so we have quite a few choices because there's so much of it right and different things work for different people depending on the symptoms now folks it's maria it's my health 1099 menden road in cumberland marie also there's a lot of people that have coughs right now what about uh, someone that came in with a cough Yep, so we do have a number of cough syrups, mostly homeopathic um, formulations, but also some herbal formulations. We also have recipes, so you can make, we have we have the herbs and we have the recipes for making elderberry syrup, a, a general cough syrup, and also um, one called elecampane syrup. It tastes awful, but it stops that really bad cough that keeps you up all night. So you can make that syrup. You can take that and and sleep better. Folks, again, it's Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Marie, what are your hours for today and what are your hours for Saturday? We'll be here till 530 today and tomorrow from 9 to 4. You're the queen of health. Keep up the great work and hello to the luckiest man in New England. Thank you, John. Have a great weekend. All right, folks, she is so terrific. Listen, if you're on Menden Road, stop in, support her business. You want someone like that in business. All right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to break for the one o'clock news. Another full hour to go of the John DePietro show. We will do on the scene live stream later. We're back on the other side after the one o'clock news. WNRI Winsocket, W260DC. WNRI.